Our sponsor for today's episode is Ma Energy. If you want to game all night long, Ma Energy is your best friend. Their energy drink formula blend provides all the caffeine and B12 vitamins you might need to go all night long and to avoid the post-caffeine high. Plus, it only has 5 calories per serving. 5 calories. You can also check out their blue light glasses and their shaker bottle for whatever other accessories you might need if you want 10% off. Be sure to use the link in our episode description and use discount code MA10 at checkout. That's discount code MA10 and be sure to use the link in our description. Man, and life is so good. And I have been on such an upward trajectory. And then it went straight down. <laughs> Season 8. I don't even know what episode this is, dude. We're not keeping track. We've done so many of these. And this is going to come out <laughs> so late in yeah. the episode chain. Like, I don't know when we're doing your great-grandparents episode, but this might come out after that. Uh, June, I think was the plan. Yeah. Mid to late June. Yeah, who knows. Um, Welcome back to the show. This is... <clears throat> Excuse me. The, the TCC, TCC show. show. I'm Kai. The TCC schwau. Yeah. With James Bob, Kai Dizzle, and... Jimmy Bob. N-Dog. <laughs> N-Dog, baby. <laughs> um, this week's episode... Land, Land Daddy Schnell. Mm. I like Jay... What'd I say? Jay Dizzle? Jay Bob. Jay Bob. Oh. <laughs> we could do Jay Dizzle. What's too. a Jay Bob? Well, Kai... Di- what'd I say? what I call you? C-Dizzle or Kai Dizzle or Kai- something? Hmm. Wasn't very good. I feel like Dizzle. Dizzle fits JB a little bit more though. What did you just say? J Dizzle. Huh. I mean, okay. <laughs> um, you have J and Izzle in the same name. Yeah, just we could just... <laughs> just short name Jizzle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Jizzle. <laughs> what a way to start. <laughs> have you ever noticed that all of our serious episodes start like that? Oh, do they really? Like, yeah, yeah. When um, this is a serious episode, by the way. <laughs> this this one's a serious one. Yeah, I don't concur. <laughs> like when we had David Libby on, you go, oh, David yeah. Libtard, welcome to the show. I, I was appalled. I specifically I like, did that because I think it broke a huge barrier in his mind. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah I agree. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, because he came in like super timid, you know, a little mic shy, mm-hmm. and and sure. I and we start, and I instantly call him libtard, and it's like, oh, <laughs> that makes that it made him really uncomfortable, but to the point where it's like, all right, I can't get worse than that. Well, it's also like, how many people actually li- like actually listen to the show? You know, like we say for our guests to at least listen to a few yeah. of the most recent, <clears throat> but like if you go back and like. L- traverse through the show oh, yeah. then you'll you'll catch the vibe immediately anyways speaking of traversing through the show i yes. pulled up my notes we are we it's been one year since the spiritual series let's go one year one year yar that's been a hot minute i don't know i feel like it was just the other day that we did it. I know it doesn't feel like a hot minute, but it's been like a hot since minute. we started or since we ended because well, it was a it was a twelve episode. Right. Let me yeah twelve weeks. Let me take a look here because I think we ended in September. Uh, oh no, we ended in like July. I think we ended even sooner than that. Um, June or July, yeah. 
the JB <clears throat> interview, uh, episode 83, was May 8th. Wow. So, the spiritual series started May 15th. So, pretty much exactly a year from yesterday of when <laughs> we're recording this episode. 366 days ago. Yeah. Shit. Congrats to us. Well, and that's not even recorded. That's just released because we yeah. got so far ahead. So, yeah, it's been about a year. Yeah. Um, the I feel like we could give, like, an update or a... Because we did, like, closing thoughts, but it's, like, those are the closing thoughts of being in it. Yeah. Now we can do closing <clears throat> thoughts now being done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just anything else that you want to share, like since then kind of think about where because i don't want to take like a full episode per person i don't think that there's enough there but if you got if we all want to collectively talk about like because obviously things have happened in my life and then kai knows about it and then things happen in my life that jb knows about so i feel like we can all build on it i mean we've already talked about a year since from we've already talked about sparrow city yeah. And when we recorded last year, you didn't have a home church. Right, right. Would you say Sparrow City has been a home church for you guys? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, David Libby is the head pastor of that church. Um, And he... I feel like he's just, like, a very practical and wise person. And which fits, like, everything that I've been needing in the past year. And so to, like, hear this guy, like, break down, like, because he had, I kind of talked about it in his episode where he had, like, this, like, pitch, like, a pitch of the church, like, I'm going to try and pitch it to you. Yeah. And they had, like, all these other churches involved in it. Like, he definitely sold me on it and sold me on, like, the idea and, like, what we needed at that time of just, like, we're not trying to fluff things up. We're not trying to do things because that's, like routine or part of the program like they're we're trying to break it down to the minimum bare bones and so yeah we we landed there and we've been there for a while good cool cool so yeah it's a cool church we're not involved and i don't think i want to be involved necessarily also it's out in ridgefield which is an hour from here (laughs) oh man (laughs) like when i this is a crazy thing but i kind of I don't know. I don't know if I like it or dislike it. When I was graduating high school, one of the speakers at Winter Youth said that when you are choosing colleges, you should choose it around the church that you're going to be going to for that four years. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about that. Yeah, that's a crazy thought to me. But, I mean, it has some truth to it that I'm driving an hour every Sunday to go to church. Like, I could probably choose something a bit closer, maybe. Especially if you're trying to, like, minister to your hometown. But, well, it's not like you're what do you guys? Here. What do you guys think of that idea? That you should, like, build your life based on the church that you could nah, be going think... to? Like, would uh... that... Like, I'm moving. Should I be looking into churches before I buy a house no i mean because you've been happily going to sparrow city for a while and it's an hour away that's fair <laughs> <laughs> clearly that is not super important to you i mean because um, you're going there once a week right yeah. if it were like 
work. So if you know if you were working at the church, volunteering at the church, that's a huge difference. Yeah. But if you're if that's not where God calls you, if He's not saying Noah, I want you to be working at the church and giving your time and energy there, right? Then <clears throat> then that's not what the focus is. If you think about how long it took you to find Sparrow City, too. That's a good point. Like, are you going to go down to Arizona and spend how many weekends and Sundays there trying right. to find a church before you decide where you're going to buy a house? Like, right. probably not. Right. I mean, you guys already, you get, through this, you know what you're looking for in a church. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. to me, I think to go down there, that's enough for you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys know exactly what you want. Like, we're, like, if you find a really nice church in the worst school area in Arizona, you're probably not going to buy a house near it. Mm-hmm. You're moving down there to have a family. Right. You're right. going to go where your kids are going to go to a good school, and you're going to drive to that church that you enjoy. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like I mean, my parents did it. Like, my parents is a great example. Like, they looked around Battleground, looked around in, like, like Ridgefield area and didn't find what they wanted. So they kept going, kept going further out mm-hmm. and found Philida. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. And like growing up as a kid, like it was a 25 minute drive and that sounded crazy to other people <laughs> that we like that sounded crazy to JB's family that we would drive 25 minutes to go to church. Always. Cause we were like two minutes from the church. Yeah. Yeah. Even Andrew was like, ah, it's so far. You're like so far out there. Me and Andrew used to like meet up and ride our bikes to church. Like, yeah. And you were right down the road too. Yeah. I would, I would have walked to church. Yeah. Yeah. But now a 25 minute drive doesn't feel like anything, Mm -mm. but maybe that's just being an adult. So, yeah. But yeah, I've learned a lot through Sparrow City, like what I'm looking for, what I want. I think my participation level too. I think like being outside of Philida for a little bit, you kind of realize like, oh, I don't have to be doing something in the church right now. Like, it's okay that I'm not going, like, sh- even showing up. Like, you're week. allowed to just grow. Yeah. Yeah, or whatever just, like, that looks just, like. Even just attend. Yeah, you that's know, a like, crazy idea. Like, I feel like when you use the word grow, I think it's I think you use it in a perfect context, but, like, I would even take it a step further back. Mm. Like in this, especially like where Noah was at after his uh, spiritual series, right? I think just like getting to a point of regular attendance was a huge like yeah. step for him. Mm-hmm. And then now I think he's at a point where now it's like just to go attend and grow. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, I I thought of like just attendance as being a point of growth for Noah. Oh, for a hundred percent. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, definitely. And and of course, I mean. As anyone grows, so does their, like, what they need to grow further. Right. So right. so maybe just attendance itself isn't growth for you now, or maybe it still is. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, but that's the other thing is something that David talked about, and I wish he had talked about a little bit more, is, like, this is not your average church service. Like, at the end... Or at any point, you can interrupt him and go, I have a question about that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very <laughs> end. wild. Whoa. At the very end of the sermon, there's like 15 to 20 minutes carved out so that people can ask questions like, to yeah. like either him and his wife or him and the elders or like whoever. Like total Q&A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's or, really cool. Or cool. It, gives, um, it gives other people a time to speak into other people's lives. So then like if 
someone's like super strict. Like there's a girl that like she's a teacher in the Ridgefield School District, and obviously they're trying to push a bunch bunch of things that she does not want to teach, um, and like a bunch of curriculum. And so she oftentimes has questions of like, okay, well, help, someone help me with how this looks like in my day-to-day job. And then it gives a chance for other congregation members to like try and speak into that. Obviously, obviously like as led to, not mm-hmm. just like willy-nilly like, oh, you should just teach them what Just you quit want. your job. Yeah, just quit your job because <laughs> that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you want to go to church and hear. Just say no. <laughs> just say no. <laughs> right? Just don't do it. Don't say gay. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't call them they them. <laughs> Just um, kidding. Just kidding. The, I'm. What do you guys think about churches doing communion once a week? I'm here for it. Okay. Because that's something that Sparrow City does that I'm like not used to. I know. I know. Crossroads did that. Oh really? On Wednesdays, every Wednesday was a like communion. Oh. Catholics do it. And I only went with you guys. Oh, that's right. They killed a good thing there. Huh? Wednesday night crossroads? Yeah, oh, Wednesday yeah. night crossroads. Oh, yeah. They killed a good thing there. Yeah, I agree. Why did that ever die? I have no idea. I, don't, I think, I think they, because they were a mega church and they just wanted to make small groups a thing. Yeah, I think they and I think they added services. I think they mm-hmm. added like a Saturday night service or something. Oh. Well, and like they're the lead pastor who's speaking on Sunday and on Wednesday is mm-hmm. nationally syndicated. Yeah, really. Oh, David Fusco. Yeah, Daniel yeah. Fusco. Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> I mean, he's an author. Like he's. Yeah. Crazy. Nas- like on the. What's he making a mill a year? Uh. Who knows? I don't know. A lot. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know that. Just... Well, money makes me uncomfortable now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, it's weird because what what do we think he deserves? Right. And then and then why does it like for someone who has clearly accomplished so much in the pastoring world? Why does it make it everyone so uncomfortable that he earns more than a normal pastor would? Yeah. Well, and then even when we had Dave. David. He Pastor wouldn't tell D. us. Pastor D. No, no, he did tell us. Oh, he did? He said he made X amount of, he made X percentage <clears throat> of the tithe. Oh. But we cut that question. Okay. But even, I don't know. Does that feel fair, what he said? Percentage of tithe? Yeah. I mean, it feels like that will easily lead to improper motives. For what what he does. Yeah, it could. Yeah, he has a day job, doesn't he? I have no idea. I guess we really didn't ask him that. Yeah, that's tough. I mean... How much should a pastor be paid? Because Philida's, like, super open. They keep their books, like, completely open. Oh, yeah. And I know Scott makes, like, 90K a year. But that's including benefits. It, well, it, it didn't I, I mean, it depends. It, it wasn't always that much. No, 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 no. It wasn't. But it also depends on like Scott. For me, makes sense because everyone goes to Scott with issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like the bigger the church is, the harder it is to maintain. Like for right for the lead pastor to just even. Well, be if you think paid. about a church that size with a pastor making that kind of money, flight is not big. No, no, it's not. 
You know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah. wild to me. But with benefits, I think that makes sense. Like if if we take all the benefits away, how much do you think he's making? Is it fair to say benefits are like thirty thousand dollars? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so sixty k. I was gonna say sixty to seventy. <laughs> yeah, that seems more reasonable. Yeah, yeah, for a pastor's yeah. wage. Yeah, and like especially considering how long he's been with the church mm-hmm. and all that he's done. Ah, in- uh, I don't know. I've just seen so many people go to Scott, and maybe it's maybe it's a Scott thing too. Like pastors should be able to say like, no, there's systems put in place here. Mm-hmm. For you to go through my assistant, through you to go, or for you to go through my secretary, for you to go to, like the dis- di- discipleship director or the family ministries director, so maybe that's a thing on Scott too. Maybe he, maybe he's could turn down more than what he did at the time. But that's also just how Scott is. I think. I think well, like he likes probably really likes that part of his job. No, I'm sure he huh. loves the question. Mm-hmm questions he's an intellectual like yeah. through and through mm-hmm. i'm sure he loves that stuff but at what point well like being a pastor when when the youth leaders leader gets kicked out of the house because of impropriety with his wife it's right. the pastor who gets woken up at three in the morning and it's not just by the youth pastor yeah. it's, it's by like the tag leader it's by everyone like yeah, the whole congregation. Right, he he does carry a lot on his shoulders. That's true. Yeah, 90, 90K feels good. But I also know, like, Scott kind of personally, or have known him personally, mm-hmm. so I feel like 90 may not even be enough. I haven't known him personally, so I don't know. Not like you have. Right, right, right. What about a worship pastor? How much do you think a worship pastor should make? Uh... You know what? A year. It's different for Philida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's way different for Philida. But I'm talking like average youth pastor. Or not youth pastor. Did I say youth pastor? No, you said worship. Worship. Worship, worship pastor. Well, I think somebody like from Crossroads probably makes a decent amount of money because they're also making music. Yeah. Like they're part Production of like company. Hillsong. Oh, they are. Yeah, Crossroads yeah. like just actually released an album last week. Yeah, wow. like it's wild. I didn't yeah. know that. Is yeah. it good? Oh, it's fire. Really? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to have to listen to it. Yeah. Okay, so how much should... Is it Mikey still doing it? Mikey's... Uh, he's he's the he's person the on stage worshiping, yeah. Okay. The the how, main creative director. How much should that guy be making? I mean, 70, 80. At least... Like, because with worship pastoring also, let's consider, like, the is the speaking pastor going to be what attracts an outsider, or is the worship going to right. attract an outsider? Probably a combination of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's, it's really important both for uh, retention and for, uh, like, outreach to have right. really good focus on worship and really good focus on speaking pastor. So... I, I think a worship pastor does need to make a decent amount of money so that they can have the freedom to like develop music to, to develop the 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 sound needed in order yeah. to attract people. Well, and there's just like at a place like Crossroads, there's so many people that go into the production oh, of so a many. Sunday service. Like it's true, 
You see, even like when we used to go to activate, like you see that back there there was what at least three or four people. How many of those people were paid though? Do you think? Oh, at least probably one of. Well, maybe not activate, but a size. Like I guarantee you, a sound engineer at Crossroads is paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like I mean, sound engineer, everyone on stage, I think was paid. The the it's interesting. I was just there on Friday, like early, getting to watch, look at all their equipment and watch all their sound stuff, so that yeah. we can like help both of our churches learn from each other and whatnot. Really cool program. Anyways, uh, their electric guitarist was a contractor for sound. He 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 was like his job was a lot of production stuff really good singer, really good guitar player, and, like, knew how everything behind the scenes worked. Yeah. And and, and I thought, I'm like, I've never heard of a contractor at a church worship. Like, that's a really cool idea. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of, like, Kevin. Yeah. Because, like, the dude can play drums. Like, he called me out on playing a wrong note as a bass player. I'm wow. just like, <clears throat> you're sitting behind a drum kit. Like, which I need, and, like, Hundred percent. I literally looked. I was like, "You're right." Like, yeah. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. right. It was just t- totally like, "Holy shit!" Like this guy knows what he's talking about. Not only like musically, but like set, like sound and production wise too. He's just like, you know, he's just like, the way he thinks and talks do, about. Do you things. know his story? Yeah, he's like, actually a sound engineer. Yeah, he? he he grew yeah. up in Nashville. Oh, really? Yeah, he he was his job like as a fourteen to eighteen year old was setting up equipment in a in a giant studio for all the bands before they would come in in the morning. That's wild. Yeah. So and and that that was like just his starting job. Mm-hmm. So he that's where he learned drums, drum kit setup, drum tuning, mm-hmm. and then from there to like every other instrument basically. Yeah. Wow. So it's like you have guys like that. That that's what I think of when I think of like a contractor that. Like somebody that can play on stage, yeah, and produce and like be part of a band, but also knows like that's wrong. This is this is great. I want this to sound like this. Like yeah. build a mix in his head and like you know what I mean. It's freaking wild. Yeah, it makes sense. <clears throat> Kai, what about you? Since hey. since we've done the spiritual series, <clears throat> since we've done twelve episodes on yeah. it, yeah. I think it's uh, more, actually. I, I ended that spiritual series like, man, and life is so good. And I have been on such an upward trajectory. And then it went straight downhill from there. <laughs> like, like right after that came out, basically, is when I went into a huge depressive episode. <laughs> and and rode that wave for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, I, don't know why, I don't know why it always ends up this way, but I am on an upward trajectory now. <laughs> Life is good. <laughs> I've learned a lot. I mean, you know, reconnecting with my faith. You know, prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's just all I got. <laughs> you, in your spiritual series episodes, you didn't share a whole lot. Right. I didn't know what to share. Right. And I still don't. Reflecting back, do you... <laughs> recognize points where oh i probably could have expanded more on this or no that's a good question um because i know we had talked about so many things back then yeah 
and I'm sure you shared a little bit in like some of the recap episodes, but looking back now. Mm-hmm. Well, like going into it, JB astutely called out that I would probably have a very short right. uh, spiritual series episode and then a long conversation episode. Yeah. That's exactly how it went. Uh, I can't think off the top of my head of anything that could have uh, been like the next step, I suppose. I don't know. Because, yeah, that was that was May. I was in a, I was in a good relationship then. I'm lonely now, but, I mean, you know, woo. So I got, like, a, a, I mean, yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm doing good, doing well. I, I'm. You're working I'm, at the church, I'm, so. For, for, I am, yeah. For Go on your point. Less. For one of the first times in a long time, like, I'm just learning true happiness in spite of, like, relationships. Okay. Like, I'm not relying on you guys' relationship with me to keep me happy. I'm not relying on a romantic relationship to keep me happy. Yeah. Or family or anything. Cool. Yeah. Sounds cool. <laughs> I'm sure it sucks ass. <laughs> I'm sure it's the worst. <laughs> um, you were... <laughs> Way to boost his confidence there, Noah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure... Uh, does it suck? Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, but uh, that's growth, right? That's what you were saying earlier. Who was saying that? Me. Kai was. It, it sucks to grow because growth is change and change hurts. Yeah. But but being more grown is better than being less grown, just by feeling, by nature. Right. Yeah, I mean. Uh, you're working at the church still. Yep. You were when we did the episodes, right? Mm-hmm. What is that? How how has that changed your outlook on the church uh, since then? What have you done differently? I'm not what worried, have, I'm not what doing like the construction things for the church anymore. I'm just doing sound. Okay. And I think that definitely helps with uh, like my own. It helps me not to be. <laughs> you just want to call him out. Go out. Go out. Beat it, twerp. Go on. Don't it's look okay. at me. <laughs> okay, Don't. come here, Mosby. Come here and lay down. He's like, but it's not Wednesday. Lay down. <laughs> lay down. Good boy. Lay down. He's been oddly clingy lately. Mm-hmm. Anyways, sorry. It helps me refrain from being burnt out as much. Whereas... Not working as at the church as much. Yeah. Oh, uh, like... Only working on weekends and Tuesdays, and like I'm not there all the freaking time. Yeah, and yeah, eh, yeah. It's the the tough part about the church I'm at is there are no there are few people my age at the church. Mm-hmm. Only I mean I told you this yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there are. Two women my age and one man my age. There's no small or there's no adult group. Right. Like young that, adults. That group. one man is my brother. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. How big is the church? I don't know. It's a thousand big, plus? It's pretty big. Uh, I mean, um, it, less than that. Maybe it's six. It's probably six to eight hundred. Six, yeah, six, seven. I mean, it depends because 
Like a lot of people come on Tuesday who don't mm-hmm. come on Sunday. Oh. Yeah. But our last Sunday service was huge. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say most of your services are at least like at least three or four hundred. Yeah, and, and I that's would say. that's not counting like the kids over there. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. why I think it could easily be like right at a thousand. That's so crazy, dude. For any given week. Yeah. We we have a, a really good youth ministry. Yeah. For like, you know, middle schoolers and high schoolers. Lots of growth there in the last few years. Really happy about that. So soon they'll have to figure out what to do with <laughs> college age people, but Dang. Yeah. Would you even could like would you even go to a college group? Uh, like, could you, well, as obviously I think you could, the rate at which I volunteer there, I probably wouldn't have the time. Could you go to a group where they're like, yeah. And tomorrow, like I have to do finals and I have to make sure that I fill out my FAFSA in times to get like, could you do that? Could you sit in that? I know I couldn't. Uh, it, it depends on the people, but I would. I would arrive late, like, oh, I was cleaning the stage. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do that either. It'd have to be, like, a young adult-specific and not a college-specific thing, I think. Yeah. Even, I, even then, I struggle with, like, urch. That's fair. The, the heart change. Thing. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah, and yeah. that's just because I'm, like, weirdly introverted. Yeah. I feel like I can do, like, the FAFSA, like, oh, I got finals next week thing, but, like, to an extent, you know? If, if I not have if to every, talk, I can't do it. Not if, like, there's 15 people in the room and 12 of them have the same story about finals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're one of the three that doesn't. Yeah, yeah, like, you have to be, you have to be, like, in your last year of college and, like, know that that's no longer, like, a relevant thing. Like, oh, I'm taking finals, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you have to be pursuing more education in order for me to get down with conversation like that hmm. i think i've thought about it going to college no I, I mean like like on a mass scale like like obviously if my friends were going back to college like i can jump in conversation like that yeah but i'm talking like what jb was saying 12 kids like the same like Oh, yeah. week they're all it's like okay cool What's, I, I get it it's finals week at clark yeah. cool cool yeah um how's heart change how is your involvement there how has that changed since the spiritual man series? i haven't been a part of heart change um oh you know what tommy killed himself after the spiritual series jeez that was a huge turning point who's tommy me. uh tommy was a, a uh, my my best mate he was a good friend who went through heart change in Southern Oregon. I was his small group leader and facilitator at the workshop. He and I grew super duper close. Was this like, was the workshop before or after the spiritual series? The workshop was in March. Okay. I hung or out with him right in, after. in April. Oh no. During. And then we did our spiritual probably, series. Probably during. Oh. Because we took a break. It might have been. For him yeah. to go to. Oh yeah. Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then we did we did questions and things after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so you went down there in April. Yeah, yeah, March, April. Okay. Um, he 
through his and my relationship, that was like me considering him to be, uh, you know, the guys. Like yeah. you know, you know how Groom, groomsman material. Yeah, totally groomsman material. Yeah. Like like how you and Andrew have a real tight bond to where it's like I'm gonna go visit Andrew. Yeah. Often. Yeah, yeah. That's how I was with Tommy. It's like, okay. It's like when I go to Southern Oregon, I have that group of men I can be with. Right. Right. Uh, I don't anymore. Right. Because as I mentioned, it was a deep tragedy I experienced. Uh, yeah, and that sent me into a huge depressive spiral. I gained a lot of weight and, like, super unhealthy mentally, physically. I lost, um, I'm just gonna say her name. Why not? Deborah. <laughs> really screwed me over. It, obviously, it's not her fault. Actually, it was my decision. <laughs> uh, but, uh, when, when she and I split up, we... Like, she was the one person I had who was like, I can... This is a girl living in Medford? Yeah. Okay. I can talk about this uh, this tough thing I've gone through with her. And mm-hmm. and it, it, I didn't realize how, how hard it would be. Like, And it really sucks that I if I couldn't pursue her romantically, we couldn't remain friends either. Because right. she had always been one of my closest friends. You took the gamble. Yeah. That only the strong are willing to take. <laughs> yeah, ouch. <laughs> like, that was a compliment, but it was so real it hurt. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, okay, but, so, go no, go. But, I, um, I went back down to Southern Oregon recently, even though I haven't been a part of Heart Change lately, because, I mean, since Tommy, we haven't been able to do any Heart Change. Like, no... Like we haven't been in Medford. In Medford, okay, yeah. Because there, you guys are doing them in like Africa and things now. I'm not, <laughs> but there are workshops continuing in regions other than ours. Cool. Uh, yeah. Then in Southern Oregon, uh, I went down to visit recently, and and while like when I first arrived and got like in my grandparents' house, which that's always been a huge like calm place for me you know find myself find peace right i sit down on the couch i'm like this is huge anxiety i'm feeling weird like like i like why am i feeling so terrible like why do i want to hop in my car and drive right back those five hours i just took to get here mm-hmm. it was like nine at night and, and I, I i thought you know what i'm just gonna fight through it this is a dumb feeling it's not based on reality i'll be fine and the next day uh i'm glad i did because next day was awesome I got to visit my great grandparents. They'll be on later. They better, yeah. They freaking better, man. And I got to uh, he he called me the other day. Really cool. Anyways, and I got to go visit uh Tommy's family in, well, family, spiritual family in Southern Oregon. I say that because he's from Australia. Okay. Why? That's why I call him my mate. That's what he, oh, called, that's what okay. he called me. Mm-hmm. Um. And he lived with. A family called the Jacksons in Southern Oregon. I've always been close with the Jacksons. That's how I met Tommy, actually. Cool. Uh, and I got to see them again, and like, it, it, it's terrible, but it just feels good to know I'm not the only one hurting. Yeah. I'm like, gosh, thank goodness that 
they're going through pain just like I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It had been just a month since, like, if if we were recording this episode two months ago, I'd be bawling right now. Yeah. But I've just had enough growth to where it's like I can live now, <laughs> it, and and I, I'm I'm more able to deal with Tommy's death. Mm-hmm. That's a. Every time, like, breakups and death comes up, I feel like the most useless friend in the world <laughs> because I have no idea how to relate to those two things, like, yeah. at all. Like, I don't, I couldn't even tell you where to start. And so when Andre's grandma died, I was like, I don't know what to do here, man. You just gotta like tell me what you need, and I'll and I'll do it. Like I'll be there. Yikes! And then when Tansy died, I had a better idea of like what to do. But I was like, I'm just doing busy work so these people can, like, drown their tears in food. Mm-hmm. Like, I can cook a meal, but, like, I don't feel like this is helping. <laughs> Anyways. um, So, you aren't can I, in... Can I jump... No, I'm not involved in heart change. Can I jump into a small story? Sure. Just, like, when I found out Tommy died, I was in a workshop. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, and I remember driving i will like i got in the car i was driving around deborah and rebecca deborah found out via phone call and i turned on the car off to my the the lunch place i had in mind and that's when she she said it's like guys tommy's dead jeez uh and that shook me bad enough to where i like couldn't breathe for 15 minutes Wow. Or, or talk or anything. So right. I'm like, like my job right now is to drive. I'm going to drive, get us to our destination and park. And when we did, just all the emotions came back out. And they had already dealt with theirs, and they were like, fine by then. But I remember just like, okay, park, turn off the engine. And I just wait, wait. Did she tell you and like hold it from you? Uh, what do you mean? Like she just dealt. They just dealt with it. Like they were. Did no. they just not know him or what? No, they, like, they don't, their emotions just weren't as strong. Oh, okay. They, they, like, they struggle with emotion when other people struggle with emotion, but not, like, of themselves, I guess. Okay. At least that's how it was. I don't know. But when I started crying, all the shit hit the fan. Yeah. Like, I, I remember having to go from leaning against my seat to slouching over the steering wheel to laying on the car door because like after each position my muscles would hurt from just being there too long. Jeez. And it must have been hours later, but for whatever reason it was like, oh wait, we have to get out get outside the car, talk to this person. So I, I opened the door. Or I mean when I when I pulled the handle, it's like all my weight was on the door already. So I kinda pushed open and I'm like, oh, I'm going to step out. And none of my muscles were working. So I fell face first on the burning hot asphalt. Jeez. And I remember, like, feeling my hands burning and then feeling my face burning as I'm, like, completely against the asphalt. And you I, can't get up. I can't pick myself up. And wow. it's, like, July, summer. Uh, I think someone helped me. Or, or, like, I had to, like, pull myself up the car to... Anyways, that was a really hard day. (laughs) 
Yeah, and then, and then the rest of it was interrupted by other personal matters that I can't get into, just because it's someone else's story. But dang, I didn't get to fully finish. I know it sounds great. After all that, I didn't get to fully finish the the pain I was experiencing, so I had to delve back into it later. Jeez. Yeah. So you are involved in heart change. Yeah. I mean, what we're we're trying to get enough people to do a heart change workshop in Southern Oregon. We're hoping for September. Is that your region? Yeah. Okay. It is. So you don't do Vancouver stuff. I actually don't. No. Why? You just don't want to, or what? Uh, they I don't. They're like, now nah, we don't need Kai. I don't think they respect me. Really? Yeah. There's when some juicy drama there. When I was first in authority in Vancouver, I remember like. My job wasn't leading the participants. They'll respect me because they don't know what they're doing. Right. My job was leading the staff. They're, oh. all, they're all like, you know, they know what... Uh, all the ones who had done workshops before know what's up. Right. And and when I'm trying to lead through, like, okay, guys, here's how we're doing the next processes. Like, everyone's talking and I couldn't get anyone's attention. Dang. And then, and then I'm like, hey, Dad, could you explain this? He says, yeah, sure. And everyone... Wow! And go for him. So did you just tell him like, "Hey, I can't do these workshops and shops anymore." Or no, what? just stop doing them. Wow! Dang. Yep. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to give it a few years. That was the worst workshop for me, and I think it's different now that I've since then I facilitated in Vancouver, and I think everyone's like, "Oh, he actually can do what he's doing." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rather than. Was that around the same time that your brother came back and started being involved? Uh, it was a little before. He okay. came. He came back this that summer. I did it in a February, February twenty twenty one, and he came back in in August, October, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that whole dynamic of like the Gavin shift to Kai when he slowed down. You know. Yeah, because Gavin was like Mr. Heart Change for a long time. And and when he left, I kind of got a lot of the reins. And what's Mm -hmm. crazy in my my story, I never saw Gavin as the crazy heart change guy. I I never saw that. Weird. Like, I saw Gavin as the crazy Jesus guy. And I remember him and JB, like, going elsewhere. They were the first to do it. Yeah. Go somewhere else to try and find what Philida couldn't provide for them. I don't remember him being the crazy heart change guy. And I had been through heart change at that point. A lot of that stuff that me and Gavin were going through stirred from heart change. Oh, okay. That's like me and Gavin staffed a lot together. Because I remember I remember Gavin coming back and then like tr- there was this weird pi- power dynamic. And I was so confused as like, that's not Gavin's... Like, if, if everyone had their place in heart change, that's not Gavin's place trying to do what Kai's doing. When that's, was this? That's remember what I remember thinking. Like, when Gavin, like, started appearing at heart changes again. Lately? Um, maybe not lately. Because he's been gone for four years, aside from... So, I guess then, yeah, <laughs> lately. Huh. Anyways. I think it's a great transition to JB. JB, you're up. <laughs> One year since the spiritual series. You've brought a girl to church. Ooh. You went back and played worship. <laughs> I did. At Philadelphia. Right. Uh yeah. you played, you and played at Living bass. Hope a few times. Yeah, you played bass at Living Hope a few times. Several several times at Living Hope. 
Um, one time at Philida. You brought a girl to church. I already said that, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Lisa? That was that was on Easter Sunday. Yeah, Lisa. Nice. Lisa's mine now, by the way. Mm. I think we should clear the air right now. She's mine. We'll, we'll my, get there. my girlfriend might knock you guys out for the Lisa episode. <laughs> oh, did she listen to it? <laughs> she did listen to nice. it. What did she say about it? <laughs> she was not a fan of one of your comments, Kai, apparently. That's fine. Also, G-Bomb, did, have you said girlfriend before? Yeah, he has. On air? Yeah, oh, yeah he okay. did. Yeah, was it during Nate's episode? You, no, no, that's no, like during the, like right after we One of the episodes is titled JB's Dating Lisa. Huh. Yeah, it was that episode. Because JB tried to, to slide week. it in there, and then it didn't... What did he say? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't... No, I'm a little nervous. I know I I know I brushed it off nonchalantly, but I, I, I'm like, I don't want to... I love that it's Kai! <laughs> but I don't want to hurt people. Like, I really do. No, no, it was because you thought it was who I brought to New Year's. And she's pissed at Kai? No, she's not. She's going to be pissed at you! She's not pissed. She's not pissed at Kai. She just didn't exactly like it. I love it. JB brings someone to New Year's and I get That's not even a Kai thing. That's a you thing. I know, I know. Oh my god. It's all all good. I got your back, Kai. (laughs) She's not not crazy, so it's fine. I I got got your back. That is so funny. That's so funny. Um, Seriously, though, what did she think about the episode? She's cool with... I can retitle it if we need to. Yeah, no, like okay, the okay, Lisa cool. thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I can. Whatever. We can cut whatever if need be. Yeah, no, she's she's not like she's not crazy. No, she's, she's not, not Maddie. No, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. You both get one. <laughs> uh, Anyways, yeah. So a year since the spiritual series. A year since the spiritual series. Uh, went to a church. Pretty consistently with Noah and Malia. Um, kind of. I guess we could talk about why we stopped going. Yeah, we, we could. never oh, really you did. stopped going. To, um, what is it called? Activate. Activate. Mm-hmm. Activate here in Camas. Yeah. Um, they're a part of Hillsong or Bethel. Kind of, yeah. Or Whoa. like a, si- a sister or something or another. But this is the guy that wore like way too tight of jeans yeah. and, yell. and like leather leather jackets and skinny jeans that looked like they could be yeah. a freaking it was chick's pants i forget the word for it but it's like uh like very experiential hmm. so the pastor gets all fired up through his sermon by the end he's yelling and then the band plays him off stage like he's still yelling yeah. but the band outplays him it's insane and it almost always ends in like an altar call or like a very heavy call to action of laying mm-hmm. on hands speaking in tongues those kinds of i don't think speaking in tongues happened as often no i mean you could i know that i heard him there yeah a little bit yeah, yeah, like yeah. in the in the, in the back crowd and stuff and I don't know. I never went up. I know. I think Malia did once or twice. So I don't know if like when she was being prayed over, if anyone was speaking in tongues to her, right. like it's very possible. Um, it was good. I mean, Noah, what was your take on our reasoning behind, behind leaving? I recently went to a church with my mother-in-law and it, shout out. yeah, shout out. And they had a Bible on the table, but never opened it. And for me, that's like a pretty big red flag. And that's kind of what they were doing at Activate was like kind of preaching from it. But then like, it almost felt like an act, like, like a rehearsed act. Like this guy would bring points from like, 
Like three verses. Yeah, points from three verses, but then tell a bunch of stories that sounded really good and worked this really well metaphor for this one or two verses. And it worked for a while, but Malia and I both looked at each other one Sunday and we're like, this has gone downhill, like, way too fast. Well, like, this guy's not even, like... And that was right after they dropped some merch. Yeah, and started their own Bible program. Yeah, they started their own, like, so. Bible college-type program. What got me was their merch. Like, what did their shirts say? I don't remember. Something I do about, remember them, Something though. about miracles. Or miracles are real or something like that. I, I think that, I've seen those shirts. That was yeah. the other premise was this guy believed that everything was a miracle from God. The fact that you woke up in the morning was a miracle from God. Some people, that's arguable, and I'm not willing to do that with you, honestly, because <laughs> I don't have that energy or that skill set. But his other argument was that when your body gets cut and scabs over, it's a miracle from God. And I was like, I think we're misusing the word miracle here because God mm -hmm. built our bodies to, to do that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like maybe that's a miracle from maybe God. Plants but and also animals like, also do that. Yeah, but that's like also what how God like made us. So he just has a much looser definition. Yeah, of miracle. yeah, a very well. And that's what it all was to me was yeah. very loose definitions so that he could kind of teach how he wanted to, and nothing necessarily sounded. Like, oh, that is not it wasn't, what yeah. the Bible said. Nothing. I don't. It, it was going that route. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I didn't feel like anything was super off base there, but it was definitely um, different. Like mm -hmm. very different. Like the music was, excuse me, the music was great, but like they would play the main song from the first worship set would be the song that they played for fifteen fucking minutes at the end of the uh worship or the end of the service to get the pop pastor off the stage golly so I it was sit down at that point <laughs> well i know it was so much repetition of the same stuff like the same song over and over and over and over it's like dude we've sang this chorus like 13 times now are you gonna do you got you got any others like you know start another song to to end out the service or are we just gonna keep reminiscing in the same chorus and then he would come back on with the altar call and then it's like they would play the same chorus, and I'm like, dude, we've been sitting here for 20 minutes listening to the same chorus over and same two yeah. verses. Like trying to sing along while the pastor's yelling in your ear. Yeah, yeah it's like this experiential it's, thing. Yeah, it's, it's like, really okay, weird. that's great. That's what do they awesome. Call it? Cessationist? 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 Except the opposite like of that. that. Sensation. No. Cessationism is the belief that like there's no tongues or healings or. Okay. So, so it was not like, that. Like really charismatic, yeah, Pentecostal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I mean, I was just talking about the end of services that like was the same. The main song from the first worship set was the same song that they said at the end of the service for 20 minutes while he screamed and yelled and then did an altar call. And then there was another 10 minutes of the same song. Noah was peeing, so are we explaining it yes. to him? Yes. <laughs> I heard you. I heard that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, started going there, but that kind of got me back into like playing worship a little bit. Gavin started calling me for bass. I played bass here and there. And then what is, what is that like when that, like what goes through your head when you get that call? It had been like, oh my gosh, three years, four years, at least three since I had played bass probably. 
on a worship team. Um, it was a, well, maybe that's not true. I think your mom texted me a couple times and I think yeah. I played randomly for her a couple times at Living Hope. Um, so like playing bass at Living Hope was like, is awesome. was awesome. is still awesome. Whenever I get to play, like I, I don't foresee Living Hope being my home church. Like it's just, it's just too big for me. Like, like you said, there's nobody our age. Like, yeah. I think the sermons are good, but like, it just doesn't fit me. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I will go play bass literally anytime, but I'm like, I don't want to be on a regular worship set. Not necessarily anytime <laughs> because. Well, you dodged my question. What? What's the, what's it like when you get that call? I call you up like ring, 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 ring. You gotta answer your phone, dude. Yo. Hey, um, so I just had a guy. Hey, he, put the phone up. Yeah, we're still on the phone, oh, buddy. Hey, I just had a guy. Um, Two phones. A drummer, drummer has COVID. Oh, um, drummer has COVID, and the sound guy's yelling at me. I need a drummer. Um, and then the bass guy, Wait, he I'm got. The sound guy. I know, I know. That's why you're on the phone. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. What's up? He's on the talkback mic currently in practice. <laughs> um, and uh, my bass guy, he just quit. Can you. Um, he just had a meltdown and five demons jumped out of him. Could you come and fill in Don't for him for the next five weeks? And then one jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It'd be five jumped out and 25 jumped in. Uh, uh, I need you to get into that. <laughs> I need, um, I need you to play bass for me for the next five weeks. Can you do it? No. Okay. It's never been a fight. I've gotten a call at eight I'm o'clock. Tr- I'm not going practical here. I'm trying okay. to get inside your head of what the first time jumping back into it is like and what your thoughts are jumping back into it is. Honestly, like it's to me it's not like this huge ordeal. Like worship is one of those things I've always enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like no matter where I'm at with my life, it's the time that I can literally just refocus and literally just worship. Yeah. Like it's it's one of those things that and and it's and it's weird because when I'm playing bass, I'm not actually singing. Like I almost never sing unless I'm not playing. Like really? on stage, I don't actually. It's so hard to sing and play. It, it's very hard, oh. especially bass because it's a rhythm instrument. Like oh. you're like bet, you're yeah. playing with the drums, so it's like it, it's like when people think about playing drums and singing. Yeah. It's like you have two hands that are doing two different things at two rhythms that are the same. But you're trying to keep a beat and sing at the same time. Granted, it's a little bit different because you're only keeping a beat with one hand, but you're still moving and, and, and you've playing got notes. Two things to your feet. Yeah, so it's <laughs> like you're, with, you're doing so many different things and trying to sing at the same time. It's it's less, but still similar when you're playing bass. Like Ryan, Ryan is a perfect example of somebody that can lead worship and play bass. It's yeah. insane. Like he's Dang. the dude's a freak, but um, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> yeah, in a great way. Like yeah. it's it's if, awesome. But if you've ever done like either at one hundred percent, but mm-hmm. never tried them both together, you can't just put them together. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wild. So <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like a form of worship for me because I'm playing and just jamming. And like honestly, probably the last three or four times that I've played there, I've really felt like everyone on the worship team just like. I'm like welcome. Like I'm a part of the worship team, even though I don't play that that much. It's like. So how did it feel the first time then? It was a little outcasty, you know, because like Gavin I did, wasn't there. The first th- time. That is true. The first time it was okay. just Mac. 
I don't even. You were there. I you, was. I was were, there. I think my dad was actually setting it up that day. I think your dad was running sound. You might have been singing. I might have been singing. Because I, I think singing. it was a Tuesday night. I was singing. I think it was a Tuesday night first. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was really weird for me. Yeah. It was. It Tuesday, was really Tuesdays weird. like not many people on band and. Yeah, really and weird uh, crowd. and it was it was very different because I had never played at somewhere that big like on a stage that okay. big like anything because yeah, yeah. like you're at Philida you're like you can like reach out and touch the drummer you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. it's just very small lights are very simple like you can and you can't feel the bass at Philida yeah like you can wow. literally throw a pick and probably hit Scott Heffley in the back you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it's not there's no depth you know it's right. like Ian's in a cave you know like Hey, you know, like way back yeah, there, you can yeah. hear an echo when he freaking talks, you know. Yeah. But it's just a completely different thing. So definitely weird when I started, but at this point, it's like when I show up, like David's like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" It's like Gavin just, me and Gavin don't really talk unless I have a question about something because it's like, right. I mean, we do like right when we get right when he gets there, but you're we toy. BS a little bit, huh? You toy. Yeah, it's just like it's just like me and you guys and Andrew. It's like you hang out. It's like, yeah up dude let's roll like <laughs> he just knows that i know what i'm doing and i know he knows what he's doing and we just go like right. it's, there you go. it's yeah. just it's a comfort feeling now it's like is that what you guys are were searching for way back when that's a good question um have you achieved it yes Come close and, yes and no i think in a worship standpoint yes like gavin i think has the freedom to play the songs that he never could and like yeah. lead the way he Talk wants about the spirit oh 100 <laughs> percent. yeah, yeah. Oh, like man the 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 one sunday i wasn't working gavin had a huge spirit-led moment where he like opens up with it's on it's on youtube if you, you want to go check it out but he's singing and it's it's the song's all about god's grace it's super upbeat and he goes out he says like and Lord, this is exactly why it was like I remember being in Japan trying to kill myself, and you stopped me, and you brought me right where I am. And Gavin just like shatters everyone's mm-hmm. emotions wow. with, with opening up, the, like because he felt the spirit calling, and he jumped yeah. into it. Yeah, Dang. which is like honestly, like living hope is uh, like the crowd and the congregation, as I feel like a uh, congregation that would really resonate with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's definitely, we're, we're one step away from recovery church. A hundred percent. There's a lot of like, I mean, you walk through there, you can, you can just tell like there's some, a lot of people <laughs> yeah. that are in recovery or, or long-term recovery people that have been mm-hmm. in recovery for 15, 20 years. Like you can just tell if you've been around it you yeah. know, enough. And I have, and um, it's not something you walk around pointing out, but it's like, it's just a, something you notice when you're around mm-hmm. it but um probably the weirdest thing was going back to Philida to play bass like that was um because that wasn't too long ago that was in the last two or three months mm-hmm. so my dad my dad texts me actually and he's like hey what are you doing on this date I was like I don't know he's <laughs> like okay you want to play bass at Philida I'm like do I want to do what <laughs> like so Andrew's mom was playing worship Lydia was playing keys at Philida. At Philida, because... So, Andrew's mom used to be the, for those of you listening, mm-hmm. used to be the worship leader. One of the worship Pastors. leaders, yeah. One of them. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't the main, she was never, like, the main worship no. leader, Whoa. but, like, she was one that would, she was on a regular like, rotation. Like, back in worship two days? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but like, she'd I play would, on the main stage. I would okay. lead worship two, and she'd be on the main stage. Okay. 
Because um, I came right after worship too. Yeah. So and that I was, never saw any of that. When, yeah. we, when we go to Legrand, you'll see that she'll play electric, <clears throat> bass, and acoustic. But she will not lead. But she's not allowed to lead. I they know. will not. The they will not thing. let her lead, which is so silly. So, of course, she was, like, totally willing to come up. Her and Lydia came up and played, and I'm pretty sure they paid her for it. Yeah, um, so that kind of ties back into the contracting thing. Mm-hmm. It must be worth it because she's driving eight hours. Mm-hmm on a sunday to make that happen yeah or saturday night sunday whatever so what the wildest part about that is practice was at eight i showed up late at 8 45 played two songs and she's just like all right good i was like yeah i'm good let's go and we got up at 9 30 and played a full set and sounded like nothing had ever i mean it has been years since i played with robin like years but what are they gonna do have new songs (laughs) well yeah like half of them half of them i knew like Half of them were just the same old, same old. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're basic notes. Like, yeah. if you can play bass on two strings, you can play any worship song. <laughs> like, it's not it's not rocket science. So yeah. I literally just made sure I knew what notes and what transitions and where on my fretboard I was going to play and go. So what made it different than playing on the main stage at Living Hope? It's just so small. It's like you're way tighter with everybody. Like I was worried about like getting too into it and hitting a symbol. Like Oh really? Like you're just so tight. Like you got no space. Like reach out pretty much and touch Robin's arm. Like yeah. you're that close to everybody and like at Living Hope you're like fifteen, twenty feet away from anybody else on the stage. Mm-hmm. Like the two everyone up front's a little bit closer. Like the two or three vocalists are five to eight feet apart. Gavin's kind of in the also, middle. We've added a lot of vocalists in the back. We yeah, have, we have like eight people singing most Sundays yeah. now. Wow, which is which is cool. Like it, it fills really the, it fills yeah. out the back and stuff. And but yeah, for like whenever I've played there, it's always been like me, David, Keys, Gavin, maybe mm-hmm. a drummer, and mm-hmm. like a vocalist or two or three. So totally different dynamic. Like you can tell the congregations like. We come to church every Sunday, <laughs> which no offense. That's fine. That's awesome. Like good for you guys. It's just different. It's a totally different vibe, you know? So yeah. I feel like Gavin, like playing at living hope is found that worship that me and Gavin always wanted. Yeah. Um, I'm not as involved, but that's fine. But yes, to answer your question. Yes. Cool. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. If you want, I mean, I could put in a word and get you on the team more often. If you need me, call me. Do you want to be there more often? Um. So, yeah, get, catch us up to now. Are you looking for a church? Do yeah. Do you want to be scheduled on a band? Do you I want mean, to be part of a small group? I don't want to be part of a small small group. Okay. Because I haven't found that church that I feel like, yes, I could be a part of this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um. I've so my weekends pretty much consist of Friday nights. I go to dinner with my buddy and my girlfriend, and like it, we all hang out, the three of us. And then, uh, <laughs> so he calls us a thruple. My buddy calls <laughs> us a, a thruple. Nice, it's funny because he's single, and but like we just all hang out together and go hang out at his parents' house. It's the guys I went on the road with, okay, back in the day. Oh, nice. So, yeah. then Saturday nights, I go to dinner with his whole family and a bunch of their friends. So it's like 10 to 15 people, 10 to 18 people yeah, yeah, in yeah. a little restaurant right in Philida. 
Okay. Um, Where at? Ferrars. Oh, dude, Ferrars is so good. Yeah. Their so, bread is so good. Yeah. So the owner went to high school with me and Malia. Wow. Yeah. Okay. She recently bought it. She's a grade or two younger than me. They closed their other one in, in um, Hazeldale, didn't I they? I guess, yeah. And then I think she bought this one. Okay, cool. So I don't... I, I have no idea if she's part owner, full. I have no idea, but yeah. they've been going there for years. So they go there every Saturday night. Then we go back to their house and play Mexican train or hang out on the deck or whatever. Nice. And like, that's that's my weekend nights, like just hanging out. So she wants to start. My girlfriend wants to start going to, uh, New Heights with them because they used to go to Liberty Bible. But the guy that was the pastor, they've been friends with them for years, and he stepped down from pastoring and i think he's teaching at kingsway now or something like that hmm. like he kind of switched like he just got burned out or whatever and kind of changed things up so cool um and his son was on the road with us for a while um but yeah she would like to go back to new heights which is the same church that i was at before Falida. right right, right, right. No, i've so. never been to new heights I've been back there for like my mom likes to go to some of the candlelit services around Christmas time. They're cool. I haven't been back to a regular church service in a while. I think a couple years ago I went to one, um, but it's been a while. So I New mean, Heights is the church that had the scandal, right? Uh, Did what they have scandal? a scandal? I mean, Living Hope is known as the Scandal Church. Yeah, Living Hope is. Huh. John Bishop, mm-hmm. drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like there was another scandal that happened. Maybe it was New Heights. Every Catholic church. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's how I like kind of because I've been to New Heights a few times. They have a few different campuses, right? Yeah, several. Look it up. They have an East Vancouver. They have the Vancouver That's one. That's off Seventy Eighth and Patton. Mm-hmm. Up there, they've got. I think a Ridgefield one that's meets somewhere weird, like Dang. at a high school or something. I, don't know. I didn't know New Heights had so many campuses. I think they have at least three. That Maybe one in Battleground. That explains why I hear it so often. Yeah. A lot of people. And I think New they, Heights has one in Battleground. Yeah. That they have an cool. East Vancouver by Wilco, down from Wilco. Yeah. On the way towards Costco. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it's not New Heights. I don't know. I know the one in in uh battleground just look up church scandal vancouver washington i did it didn't, oh. nothing came up. never mind it doesn't matter okay mm-hmm. cool, cool so you're looking to go back there maybe yeah we'll see, see the girl might drag you along well i used to during the summer i would go to church with um those guys too because i was with them pretty much all right. summer long so mm. it was i mean when i wasn't at Falada, i was typically there so, yeah, I mean, they're good people, so why not? Cool. Cool. Have a... Any other questions or comments for the group? Has Colton and Maldi met this girl? Colton has. Maldi has not. Nice. Yeah. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. You can call her Lisa, dude. She has a name. You're right. It's not She's my fucking girl Lisa. <laughs> not Lisa. Dude, we we saw Lisa at the bar last we night. We did, dude. Just she's saying. she's graying for sure. Um, she misses you. She I'm looked. Sure. You know what's funny? She looked like she was sitting with her oldest son. She did tell us she had. I know like three. What, she three boys looked like she was getting cuddly with someone who could have been her older son. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. 
Which You're right. Why with, it's with weird you, that it was she normal. <laughs> she wasn't cuddly with me. We played pool. I mean. <laughs> I mean I wish we could get that, that photo. Picture, yeah. I really would. Here's the thing: if we went up and talked to her, and we're like, she, "Hey, she was definitely what's squeezing up? your butt during that photo." She, she, she wouldn't not. remember who we are. There's no way. What if we actually just walked up to her and, and like asked for that photo? You would have to go up to her like early in the night. She's always she there Sunday. when we roll up. <laughs> like, we rolled up at six. I was there at five forty-five, <laughs> yeah. and she was already like gone. She was there when we got there, and there when we left yeah you mean she goes gone. hard i gone when you left i yeah. can't i won't be the guy to initiate but kai if you go up to her and be like hey i don't know if you remember us but like we took a photo together could we get that photo from your phone I'll i'm be sure she'd you. pretend to remember us i messaged her on facebook well it's different on facebook i'll message her again you, you don't want to like be if you're at the same bar like yeah i'll talk to that person i just did if you're on Facebook, it's not like, oh, I want to hear from this guy I met at the bar on Facebook tomorrow. A little different. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I don't know what she does for a living. She's not a pool champion, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> She's not bad. She's just not the best. I will forever remember that night, and I'm grateful for it because we have learned, we learned a, a lot. fun game of pool. Yeah. yeah. We learned a lot. So. No, I do. almost I was this close to getting a free pool table. This close. I know. Ugh. I know. We could still make it happen. Yeah. We could just make one our own. You know how to felt a table right now? No. Just get a piece <laughs> of plywood, put it on a freaking set of sawhorses and put some cups in the Honestly. Corner. I I made my own carpet <laughs> ball once and that's yeah. exactly what I did. Yeah. Uh, but carpet ball you just use carpet. Like Pool table felt seems well, weird. Did either of you guys, you guys, neither of you guys ever went to Winter Youth, did you? Yeah, we, we, I went. We both went to Winter Youth. Yeah, I mean, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, Lakeview. No. no. Lake, so, Lakeview and the missions trip both stopped, like, when I got into middle school. So, oh, they're, they're like, Mission Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're, that flopped. There's a... Uh, I probably shouldn't tell it. Actually, it's really bad. Should tell it after the episode. I will. It's it's <laughs> crazy. Actually, do you want to save it for extended? Sure. We could talk about it yeah, in. Sure. If you write write it down right now. Okay. Like make it put on the list for the grant. For the we'll, li- okay. we'll talk about okay. it. Okay. Put okay. It on the okay. list. I do want to know about it though. Me too. This it's good. It's really good. So anyway, well then you guys sh- should have to wait too. No, I, I think we should have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway, or, or i'm gonna we don't react at all lakeview i gotta lakeview. go I, lakeview, okay. sorry. What, lakeview pool can, can you explain what that is to me cause, okay because i don't know what lake so is. lakeview oregon do you know where bend is yeah you know where lapine is uh yeah so it goes bend sun river lapine oregon okay okay um outside of lapine another four hours <laughs> gosh is lakeview a small town called lakeview oregon so one of the mission trips that we used to go on was we would go to Lakeview and put on a vacation Bible school. Us oh. as Philitis staff, like, or and students would go and put on a vacation Bible school in Lakeview, Oregon. Like, big, big deal that we were coming. That's we were, super cool. We were in the paper. Like, hundreds and hundreds of kids would come. Um, and we would put on this vacation Bible school. So in the rec 
like house basically was like their youth house get wrecked yeah so that was the girls house but we would all hang in hang out in there at night and uh yeah basically instead of hanging out in the church and uh there was this pool table so we played this game i don't even remember what it was called but basically the only two balls that you used was the eight ball and the cue ball and basically it was just like when you broke pool so you'd put the cue the cue ball on one side the eight ball on the other and you'd have to just like with your hands slide the the cue ball hit the eight ball now you had to be on the opposite side as the eight ball so if the eight ball was on you know say the left side of the center pockets you had to be on the opposite side of the table to be able to throw the cue ball and hit the eight ball okay and it was basically like a revolving door of people around the outside of the table and so if I was oh. first, I would slide the ball and hit the eight ball. If that eight ball, if I hit that eight ball light enough, Kai would have to run, grab the cue ball, get to the opposite side of the table and throw and hit the eight ball. And then it would be the next person's turn. And if the ball stops or goes in a pocket, the person next in line is out. Golly. So it's just like an elimination game. Yeah. But like imagine the world. Yeah. Imagine 12 or 15 high school kids around this fucking table that sounds fun and just like it's just such a fast-paced game because if you if you're the ball is going like crazy and you slide it and tap it really light and the cue ball and eight ball stay on the same side you got to run to that side grab it go to the opposite side and you can only you can only throw from the ends of the table yeah so you had to be on the ends of the table but opposite end of the eight ball so if that eight ball is coming back towards you you'd wait until it came back or cross that line to throw and it just got really like we almost shattered windows and shit because or like people got hit by the cue ball because people get so into it and like yeah. miss the table and, and they just launch up, the yeah. ball bloody nose and, and yeah me every time I hit it with the stick yeah <laughs> up and out <laughs> but I feel like that'd be so fun to get a bunch of people like upstairs in the barn yeah like Dang. playing that again like that'd, that'd be, be so fun yeah all the projects sorry already jumping to the next no, topic you're good all of the well, we should wrap it up here all the projects that you want to do that you need me for you gotta hit me up before i leave i don't really have that much so you know if you gotta get a pool table upstairs let's make it happen you yeah. only have four months yeah it's true figure it out Alrighty. anything else any other thoughts should we open up for questions for another episode do you guys want to try and stretch out this spiritual series? <laughs> spiritual. I have I have one more thing. See ya. <laughs>